She is shy. She is sexy. She is phenomenal. She is curious. She is every woman. She is Shay. Thanks for tuning in. Season 3, Episode 4. Leave him today, sis. That's the quote or slogan you guys have been seeing online. Because leave him today, sis. Period. I'm just playing. Um, I just thought that was something catchy to get everyone's attention. And now that I have it. <laughs> no, but seriously. Today we're going to discuss red flags in relationships. Um, last week. Well, not last week. A couple of weeks ago, because you know black people the other day can be three years ago. So the other day, <laughs> I was thinking about all the times I left a partner. All the times I should have left somebody, and I did it, and I stayed with them, and then I still ended up leaving them. Because I guess um, I was talking to my boyfriend about something, and I was like, hmm, is this something I'm going to end up leaving you over in the future anyway? You know how you got to just really be honest. Like, am I going to still leave you for this? But, um, <laughs> so that's where this conversation, um, where it came from. So we're going to, we're going to discuss red flags and relationships and how we would have saved a lot of time, a lot of tears, and a lot of sorrow if we loved people the moment that we realized, like, this isn't it. Like, this is something I'm not going to be able to accept. You know, it, it's unacceptable. And then after we do that, we're going to have Aaliyah Daniels. She's going to update us on her current journey. If you guys remember her from season one, episode five, she spoke on depression in black families. Um, she talked to us about her divorce, um, depression, postpartum. And she's going to give us a quick update, so be sure to stay tuned for that. I apologize for saying um so much. That is always my pet peeve. It's always something I'm not, that I mess up on. Um, I remember in communications class, public speaking, I got an A in the class, but I said um, and I paused a lot. So, I mean, I'm mad I got an A. I just want to say, I was really fired as fuck in public speaking. Everyone was like, oh, I can't, I'm dreading to take that class. And I was like that too, but I took it with my roommate. She's a communications major. And I did fire. I wish I still had that during jump drive with all my um, my recordings on it from the class because, uh, girl, they were fine. I want to put a disclaimer out there. I am not a relationship expert. As I've always tried to state, I'm, I'm not an expert in a lot of these areas. It's just with my life experience and my work as a domestic violence advocate slash sexual assault advocate where I would counsel women three times a week. There are signs in the beginning that we ignore because, you know, red flags look like six flags. It's like, oh my God, he is so controlling. This is so cute. Until he beats our ass and it's we. Really, it's like, woof. Yeah, sis, leave him today. Notice those signs and get out of there. And it don't even have to be anything as dramatic or as serious as 
abuse. It is abusive behavior to see if you watch out for those patterns. There's those abusers beyond the loose, and they are the ones that are a lot of fun, but they be messing with your funds. Okay, that sounds good, didn't it? I'm just playing. I was really joking. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I, I'm hype. I'm hype. <laughs> to begin, I'm going to give you a list of a few red flags that we typically ignore because we think, oh, it'd be different in the end, or you know, I can change this about this person. But you, as you know, you can't change anyone. They can only change themselves. You can't make someone want to work on something. It has to be something they see as an issue and something worth addressing. So to start off, lack of communication. Let me take a sip. I could have paused that, but... <laughs> okay, but seriously, lack of communication. If you're with someone and you notice that they don't, um, you guys don't communicate often, or they lack the communication skills to grasp what you guys are discussing, and it's like, ah, oh, this is annoying, <laughs> I don't know how often I, I don't know which one I can take of this, but you want to keep working on it because you like this person, oh, I think I'm in love, and let's try to improve your communication, no, I'm not, that, that was your teacher's job, that was your mother's job, um, yeah, also, another disclaimer, what's a red flag for me may, may look different for you, and what I can or cannot put up with in a relationship, you may, you know, be able to put up with it, or you may not be able to put up with it. So, once again, these are just some of my, you know, red flags, or in general, a lot of women have these similar issues, because everything I talk about is research-based. <laughs> okay, so lack of communication. If a person has a lack of trust or they're feeling insecure in the relationship, that's a red flag for me because I like, I mean, I understand insecurities are normal and we all have them. Insecurities are normal. We all have them. I understand that. And they're not necessarily a bad thing. Insecurities are not always a bad thing because if we're put in certain situations when our position, and I mean, this can be work-related when your position or anything is threatened, you're going to become insecure. If I, if you hire a new social worker and I'm training her and, you know, she's doing a better job than, you know, better job than me, which, but, and then you feel like the, a new position just opened, a higher position comes about and they're looking at her work, looking at your work, you're going to become insecure. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Insecurities aren't always horrible. In a relationship, your partner begins spending time with someone else outside of you, you're going to become insecure. Hopefully, your partner does not put you in that situation. But you get what I'm saying. Insecurity is always a bad thing. But in this situation, it is a bad thing for me in a relationship. If I sense insecurity in the beginning, you got to go. Next, um, non-resolution of past relationships. If I'm with someone and I feel like they're not over their eggs or still feelings there, I get immediately turned off. And I'm just like, you need to, you probably need to work on it because you're not going to be with me or try to use me to get over your partner. And then you realize, oh, I miss her. That's where I want to be. No, you're not about to Danielle Jones, you nigga. Like, you should have been sure of your feelings prior to. So I leave, I have to go. And I already said abusive behavior. Um, it's just different situations like that, like different red flags like that. Now, your red flags may look different, like, 
your red flags, of course, may look different. And later on, I'm going to call a few of my friends because I want to hear what 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 is their what are their red flags in a relationship to make them look at the situation and step back. As always, I try to use real life examples because I'm open with you guys. Because that's just she, that's just she. I'm an open book. If anyone ever call me private, only thing I'm private about is my finances. Other than that, other than that, I'm an open book. I try to be open because. I just want to tell people how I am and who I am and how I got to where I am. So, yeah. So, one example, I was dating this guy. Um, we were supposed to go to the African Street Festival. If you're from, um, if you're from, I live in Jackson, Tennessee. When you were younger, it may have been a big deal growing up. I just wanted to go because I'm interested in African culture and I love to celebrate it. So, I was supposed to go to, with um, a guy I was dating. And he canceled last minute. And that that did not sit well with my soul and my spirit. Because one, I bought a really nice dress to wear. Because I wanted to show him that, you know, just, you know, that's another. Oh, y'all, that's another topic for another day. But anyway, he canceled last minute. And it just didn't sit right with my spirit. And I just couldn't let it go. And eventually, I loved him because some couldn't sit. Not not loved him. Let me not say love because I was in prison to leave. I stopped engaging him as far as, like, conversation and the dating court. Like, all that. That, that came to an halt, to an end. And basically, what I'm saying is, like, if I would have loved him in the beginning, when that happened, those months of us dating and talking wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have built up, you know, minor feelings. And of course, you guys know I've never been in love, never been on that level with anyone. So, but still, I could have got some of my months back. You wasted some of my months. If you would have just left after that first red flag, we, I would have saved myself some time. Because I ain't going to lie, in the end, I did cry because I was irritated. Because I'm like, this man... This, this nigga lies about everything. He's secretive. And some just don't sit, sit right in my spirit about him. So if I would have left him. Another example. This one guy. He, um, I was dating. Of course, dating. You guys get the gist. I date. I don't, I don't cuff. Um, until I just feel like I, you just, you know, the one. I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to give. Oh, I'm so weird, y'all. But anyway. I was dating this one guy, and he was like, I'm not ready for a relationship, yada, 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 but you're perfect, and you're really a good woman, and I'm just like, huh, I'm a good woman, huh? Anytime a man tell you, you a good woman, I'm just not ready. <gasps> Girl, he tried to play you, he tried to play a but no, seriously. So he, um, but he wasn't ready for a relationship because he was relocating to Texas for a new job after graduation. So it happened, and I'm, I wasn't relocated. So yeah, he relocated, and like maybe a month or two while he's there, guess guess who ended up living in Texas to his ex? He said she just so happened to move there. <laughs> Nigga, please. That with you part was solid. He he when he said I'm not ready for a relationship, he was saying I'm not ready for a relationship with you because obviously he was ready for one when he you know when his ex supposedly randomly moved up there but no hard feelings he was a cool dude we had some good times but I should have left after that first red flag because it was signs there that was telling me other things but 
I guess when you're just enjoying someone's company, you're not really thinking that much about it. And plus, um, I was doing me still. So, um, all right. Next. <laughs> um, there can be red flags in friendships, too. I forgot to say this. It's not just focusing strictly on relationships, even though that is kind of my area. But friendships as well. There can be red flags in friendships. I was friends with this girl. One, from the very beginning, I did not like her. Um, her presence did not sit well with mine. It did not blend well with my energy. She did not. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't like her, y'all. She didn't like me either. But um, a mutual friend brought us together because I love my friend. I cared deeply for her. And I'm like, I'm going to try to be her friend then. And, uh, y'all. Excuse me, because my allergies are messing up. If you remember, if you've been really rocking with me, you know, like last April, my voice, everything, I was sounding horrible. This is not my season. I get sick. So, sorry for how I'm sounding. But, um, basically, the friend, the friend, I did not, I did not care for her. But eventually, we, we started to get along. But it was just things about her in the beginning. It was just like, oh, this is not like my friend, because me and my friends don't do this. This isn't going to work. For example, she would throw shade about me. Like, we're around people. Like, if we get around a group of guys, she'll start talking differently. She would throw shade on me. Or even if it's just, like, friends, we'd be chilling. And, like, I'd be like, bro, like, is that how you really feel? Because I know when I'm playing, I'm very playful. But you know my jokes are jokes, and I don't mean any harm. I don't I don't even give off that hater-type energy because I've never been a hater. So, but her jokes weren't that funny. It was like, it was like some damn, like, do you want to fight? Like, cause we can. And we did. <laughs> but, so yeah, she wasn't a good friend. And I finally had to cut her off because I'm like, you're, you're psychotic. You're crazy. Um, you're, you got some issues within yourself. Like, you can't be my friend and you got your own insecurities where it's going to make you seem like you a hater or you, you, you're not happy for me. You don't wish me well. You really... You're glad I'm doing good, but you don't want me to be doing too too much better than you. Which, like, I've always been doing better than her. But, you know, there's no shade, no tea, no tea, no shade. I'm just saying. So, yeah. Um, it was just a lot. And then, like, when you sleep behind me with my partners, like, I don't care. I don't care because I don't care about the guys, you know, themselves. But, like, it's a loyalty thing. It's like, why would you even want my leftovers? Unless I told you, hey, girl, like, he fine. Like, you got a girl. Like, girl, get him. Like, that mouth sounds atrocious. Get him. But if I didn't do all of that, if I didn't recommend you to the D, sit your ass down. Like, damn. I guess the women, and that's an, another issue with women, not to get off topic, but women always think, I see how he's treating Shay. I see what he... He gonna do that for me. No, he's not. Different women bring out different results. Like, you're not me. I'm not you. Like, so you think you're sleeping with someone that did for me. If they're gonna do for you, they're not. But that's another topic. I just have to touch on that just a little bit. So, and you would know when you're ignoring red flags. When you start justifying their behavior to your friends. Or, no, it's not like that. It's just... You're justifying their behavior, and you, that's a red flag. If that person, if you're talking to them, and they don't want to talk through the issue, because I'm a talker. Y'all hear me talking now? I'm a talker. All I do is talk. In relationships, I'm the more I'm the more talkative partner. 
So if you don't want to talk through your issues or you don't want to get to a resolution, that's going to be an issue because if we don't get to a resolution now, it's going to come back up later on and here we are again. So if your partner cannot sit and talk through issues, they're not the ones for you. That's somebody you don't want. That's a red flag. If your friends can't talk through issues, like a lot of friendships could have been saved with a simple apology, with a simple talk like, hey girl, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way, or hey, I meant what I did, but now that I'm looking back, I I feel bad, I'm sorry. You know, a simple conversation can save a lot of situations, but if your person or your friend don't want to talk, it's really, it's, it's done, there's no point. Lastly, if your partner or your friend keep testing your boundaries, if I tell you I'm busy on Sundays, like CSJ Sundays, I am busy. I don't want to do anything that day. That's my day. Sundays are my day. But you got a friend or a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, that's like, I want to do something on Sunday. Let's do this. Let's do that. Okay, you're testing my boundary. I just told you on Sundays I don't like to do anything. Like, you know, stop. Like, I don't want to do anything. Or if your partner is ready for you to meet their family and you're not ready for them, but they're, they're pushing the issue and it's like, okay, I'm not ready for that. Quit pushing it. You're not respecting my boundary. When you're not ready to have sex, this happens a lot in relationships. It's always that one person is ready to have sex before the next person. If I'm telling you I'm not ready, this is a major step. I don't want to do this. And you keep pushing and insisting. One, you're drying my you're drying my pussy up. Quit asking. Like, stop. I give it when I'm ready. Secondly, quit pushing the issue because you're testing my boundaries. Like if I tell somebody, I tell every, I got, I tell my friends this, I tell whoever I'm dating this. Like if I tell you, hey, don't do this, this is gonna cause a problem. I feel like I'm beating that point to death. So I'm gonna just leave that point by saying, if someone did not respect your boundaries, they do not respect you. Oh y'all, I just thought I have a good example of when I should left somebody alone okay y'all so picture it Memphis drop top <laughs> summertime <laughs> I'm chilling um, right around my dude or whatever well cause I'm dating and we were heading to a beach we're going to the beach so <laughs> so we chilling he driving I'm controlling the music or whatever and I know that somebody keeps texting him, and I know people say, I don't go through phones. When you go through phones, you find stuff. If you my nigga and you being loyal, if I go through your phone, I shouldn't find anything, period. Because you go through my phone, you're not going to find anything. Mm-mm. So, yeah. So, somebody kept texting him, and it was a girl from work, and I looked at their conversation, and it was, you know, it was okay. It was a little inappropriate, but I couldn't say nothing because I'm dating you. You're not my partner. I'm just dating you. But, you know, I said something. I'm just like, hey, you know, who is she? Who is this? And he's like, nobody. It's a girl I work with. We was just talking. I said, oh, okay. You're not going to ruin my trip. So I'm going to be happy because I love going to the beach. I love water. I'm not going to do too much. Well, y'all, guess what? <laughs> the girl I shouldn't have worried about ended up being his second baby mama. She wasn't pregnant at the time. But I guess over the course of their friendship, they end up growing closer. And, um, anyway, that's his second baby mama. So leave after the first red flag. Just leave. <laughs> 
But I hope you guys enjoyed this um, this little snippet, this little segment. And that's why I say leave for today, sis. So next, we're going to hear an update from Aaliyah Daniels. Remember, listen with open ears and open heart. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, beautiful people. So you may remember last year we did an episode entitled Depression in Black Families. And we had a beautiful young lady named Aaliyah. She was um, completely open with us on her journey. Since it has been a little bit over a year, I believe it was February 24th of 2019 that she was with us. So we're just going to allow her to give us an update of how she is currently doing and dealing with her depression. You can introduce yourself, Aaliyah. Hi, guys. It's Aaliyah. I am a year out of depression. Thank God. <laughs> What's up? Thank you so much. So I want to just ask you a few questions and you can talk or, you know, answer as you please. Or if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. I don't want to force, you know, force you to answer anything. So the first question is like last year, I know you said that you didn't seek professional um, services. So did you eventually seek professional services? Um, I actually did not. I did a lot of self-healing. Okay. Okay. But I have nothing against people that go. I just never found the time because I started a job and I was motivating myself to get higher in my levels. So I was just working instead of anything else. But yeah, seek the help because it's there. So the methods that you were dealing with it last year, I know you said you um, you were going to church. Did any of your methods change? from this year to last year um not really i uh still went i was i'm still deep into church i still pray i still read my scriptures i talk to my pastor on and off whenever i need some um clarification or a little bit of guidance but yeah the same as i used last year i still use to this day so last time you were really um blunt and honest with us and i was I know. I think you were. I think you're prepared to publicly speak, but I know you were somewhat um, afraid of what your family and friends were going to think. So, how was their reaction? Um, a lot of them were shocked. A lot of I had a little bit of backlash because I was like, "Why are you even talking like that? Like, why do you act like nobody's there for you?" And I was just like, "Y'all gotta understand. You say you're there for me, but when it comes down to those moments where I'm in my room and it's nothing but darkness." You wasn't there. So, of course, I had to openly speak about it because there are females like me and there's still females like me that are going through the same thing. Like, we need to be able to hear a voice and know that we're not alone. So, are those same family members and friends, are they now supportive? Um, I'm not really close with my family right now, but I have a small group of friends that have been there for me since everything has happened and they are still here and I appreciate them. I know they're going to probably listen to it. So shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Thank you. That It's always amazing that if you, sometimes family isn't always blood. So it's amazing that you have a group of supportive friends to help you through this. Yes, ma'am. Are you still experiencing any suicidal ideations? I recall you almost um you 
I don't know. I feel like you almost want to cry last time, but then you start talking about your daughters, your daughters, and how they need someone to look up to. So, like, are you still experiencing ideation? Oh no, ma'am. I have completely got over that. Like the last time I had that happen, I um, I can't remember. It was a Saturday, and I was out of it. Like mentally, I was gone. My mom came over. She didn't know what was wrong with me. Nobody knew what was wrong with me. And that day. I took it upon myself to finally realize that I couldn't be in that position anymore. Like I had to get out of it. So I changed. I, I just stopped really like the look on my kids face when they see me breaking down crying because nobody knows what's wrong with me and the hurt that I've seen in their eyes. I had to realize that I can't allow them to ever be like that again, to ever see me in that position. So I just, mm-hmm. I just picked myself up. It was like, all right, Aaliyah, you gotta, you gotta get through this. Even though if it's a day process, you gotta do it one day at a time. And here I am living my best life, literally like smiling every day. It's great. That is, I'm really happy that you're in a good space. So is it anything, those were my questions, just a follow up from our last conversation, but is there anything that you would like to say or tell any advice you would like to give someone that may be dealing with situational depression or postpartum? Um, the best thing I can really say is like, find your motivation, not the motivation somebody else wants you to have, not the motivation that the, the world, because that's really the main issue, what the world is trying to put onto our generation. Stop looking for that. Um, that validation from the world. You need to find the validation within yourself. You need to look within yourself. Like most people say, look yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself greatness. Tell yourself every day you are beautiful. You are amazing. You are a great mom if you're a mom. You're a great dad if you're a great dad. Um, you're a great. You're a hard worker. You're a spiritual. Like uplift yourself because nobody else can give you that motivation the way you need it but yourself. Like it's it's hard to say. Cause you can wake up like, hey, I'm, I look good today. Then the next morning you can be like, oh, I don't look good today. But you gotta tell yourself every day, I look good. Like I, I need my dress retwisted, girl. We going through this whole little thing with the coronavirus, baby. And I still wake up every morning. Oh, you look good, girl. You might need your hair retwisted, but baby, you look good. Don't let that smile go down. Keep smile. You go to work because I work at Burger King. I'm a manager there, and I have people with straight attitudes every day, baby. Jesus, please bring the the crew members back. But I still be like, all right. I'm like, all right. We're not gonna let these attitudes change your mood. Like, sis, you got it. You got a bottle of wine waiting on you when you get home. You got some food that you better cook. Like, motivate yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's all you really have. I don't care how many girlfriends I got. I don't care the relationship that I may or may not be in. Pun intended. Um, But yeah, like, <laughs> I have to motivate myself. So I, I strongly, strongly stress that to any and everybody connected to me that always comes to me advice. Motivate yourself. Yeah, I got kids and that's my motivation. But in reality, self-motivation is going to get you so far. Because when you get to that level of confidence, that le- that level of security can't nobody break you down regardless of what they say regardless of the words that are spreaded about you when you have your own self-confidence you're on top of the world like they get you from a to b true so that's true. like that's i'm happy that you're in a better space it seems like you're in a much lighter space. yes ma'am and i'm actually excited because my birthday is coming up that's the point oh. Yeah. Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. you know, um, corona is going to change. Honey, Corona better move out my way because 
I don't have time. I've been working hard. I need these two days off. Well, you can do something in the house, maybe a small job. Oh, baby. And a whole lot of bleach and hands. Of course. And of course, you know, alcohol kills everything. So we're going to be shot up. If I tag you, shut up. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we can. But no, seriously, thank you so much. You definitely seem like you're in a better space. And we really appreciate the update. And we will continue to carry you in our prayers and in our hearts. Yes, ma'am. So thank thank you. you. Okay, yeah, I'll talk right. to you later. Bye-bye. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Girly, go me seriously. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm just super hyped. But I just have a question to ask you. And I hope you mm-hmm. don't sharing. So today we're talking about red flags and relationships and how if you ignore if you constantly ignore things in the beginning that's eventually what you're going to leave a person for and I'm mm-hmm. just wondering have you ever been in a situation where red flags were just like constantly coming and you're ignoring them and but you still eventually left that person for the same thing you tried to overlook mm-hmm. yeah oh so, you want me to explain yeah have you ever been in a situation like that um yeah I feel like honestly speaking I feel like everyone has been in their relationship at some point and they're like oh we'll go in there because it depends on like some people overlook different red flags like people all know red flags for people accept different things so it just depends and love does play a factor you can know up and down this person still gonna keep doing these same things but some reason love ooh, makes you just forget those red flags so true that's what I was saying. With well, you just said that we accept different things. That that's I tried to say that because we all got different red flags. Because things I put up with sometimes I know you like no like that no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> so I was just curious. Well, thank you for taking out time to talk. Would you like to talk some more, girl? It don't matter what's up. What else you got for me? That's mostly what we're talking about today. Just re- and no, we're talking about red flags and friendships too. Because I told them about this situation. Remember that girl I brought around y'all once, and y'all was like, "Are you sure y'all friends?" Because I don't think she like you. Mm-hmm. You do you know? No, do you really know? Oh, it's somebody recent or somebody from the oh, page. No, not, it's not recent. We know how you feel recently. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, the past one. Oh, the light skinned girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I told them that story and how that that friendship had red flags, but I was overlooking it. But even yeah, I just feel like at a certain point, it's like when you breach your boiling point. Like everybody else can say, like you know, this person did this, 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 but only you can cut their ties if you're in a relationship even what everybody around you can say this but it doesn't matter what everybody around you say it's just you just gotta you gotta reach your own breaking point that's how I feel can't nobody tell you about that relationship but you exactly so I mean that's a good point that I didn't even mention like break like your breaking point like who cares if you see these red flags (laughs) if you're not ready to go you're not ready to go right Okay. Okay. Well, this conversation was inspired in Facebook. I saw a post that said red flags be looking like six flags when you really like somebody. And I'm just like, "Mm, Mm. you're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Deep right there. (laughs) 
Yeah, and Antoine had all the red flags in the world, and I was just like, "This is fun." <laughs> like, right? Some people you just be blinded to the red flags, or just be like, "That was red flags." I can, I can help them. Oh Lord, this is another conversation. I can help them with those red flags. You know. What I'm- Maybe those red flags, they ain't really red. They might be just pink for now. You know, you just... You know, I, okay, so I said that sometimes we see the flags and we know, we think we can change them or we can help them. We gonna make them better so it's not a red flag anymore. Mm. And it's like, yes, it is because we can want something for somebody. We, it seems like when you went in a relationship with somebody, the women want more for the man than the man wants for, him, for himself. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. me wanting that is not gonna make it happen for you. You gotta want it, right? So sometimes we do that. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate you chatting. I'm gonna call you actually after this. So, <laughs> tell everybody bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. you guys enjoyed that conversation with my friend um that's just a new segment i'm trying to introduce i will either do the question segment like um the prior episode where i called three people and just asked them a question and that was entertaining so it either be it will either be girl talk like a quick five minute girl talk or i will do the question segment and I hope you appreciated Aaliyah updating us. I just want to touch on something she said. I am free of depression. I don't want you to think that depression isn't a serious issue or that it's something that you can necessarily be free of. What Aaliyah was experiencing last year was situational depression. And situational depression is different from clinical depression and you it's situational depression usually resolves itself over time as for clinical depression it's you probably know it more as major depressive disorder and that's something that you may or may not recover from because it is a severe mental health condition and as previously stated on season one episode five my credentials to even speak on mental health you can go back and listen there <laughs> because I don't want to repeat it but yeah so I just want to clarify that for you guys that may have been confused when she said I am free from depression lastly this episode was just to be entertaining and thought-provoking when I say entertainment just giving you a piece of me a piece of she Shay, and my personal experiences and then the thought-provoking portion is just for you to think of a time where you were with someone And you probably would have been much happier if you left after that first red flag versus leaving a few months later over the same thing. Like in the beginning, you overlooked it. uh, And then in the end, you still left them for the same reason. So this is just to like have you think of your own situations. Like so you can like, share, subscribe, provide feedback. I love feedback. And just more importantly, just love yourself. And when I say that, let me touch on that real quick. Self-love is not meant to replace romantic love. I do believe that you can be, you can have a partner and still work on self-love because the things that is wrong internally can help your relationship. So when I say love yourself, I'm not saying only love yourself, dismiss everyone out of your life. I just mean love yourself. So love you guys and I hope you enjoyed.